We're living in a world where Mac Tonight existed and graced our airwaves. I'm obsessed with Mac Tonight. I think it's going to inhibit it's going to inhibit the podcast. What does inhibit I mean again? Ross, your storyteller, you should know this. Oh boy. I'm not the storyteller here anymore. I'm not a storyteller anymore. You're not. You're just a Mac Tonight aficionado. I'm, uh, I'm a fucking corporate. What is seller. Mac Tonight? Okay, Ross, explain this to Laura. So, this, this was a U.S.-centric advertising campaign. No, in this Mac uh, Tonight compilation I saw, there was a French commercial and a Spanish commercial. Oh my god. The Spanish version just sounded like the American version, but the French, he was husky, and he sounded beautiful, and his tones were eloquent. It was pretty fucking good. But, but explain the, the basic mm. concept of Mac Tonight, because so, you're just saying Mac Tonight. <laughs> so, in the mid-1980s, McDonald's was suffering from a corporate uh, like a corporate conscious of Christ, wait, crisis of conscious. Ugh, I need mm-hmm. to get my words. Yes. Um, mm. Where apparently they were trying to sell uh, McDonald's products to adults because for so long they've appealed to children with like the kitty meals and stuff that they they were kind of losing the adult audience to like Wendy's and Burger King. That was during that first outcry. So they sexed it up a little bit. They sexed mm. it up by putting a weird man with a moon mask. Like a weird, he's like a, he has a he has a, a crescent moon for a head. Do you know uh, the San Diego Chargers bolt man? Any? No. Do you know what drill looks like or Jack Nicholson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know like, what drill looks like, like. It's like drill's face on a crescent moon, and he's wearing a suit and he plays a piano. Oh, and he sings about the I think beauty, I've heard of that. Actually. The beauty and eloquence and wonder mm-hmm. of McDonald's and the McBLT or the McFajitas or the McPizza. Which I was there a McPizza? Yes, there was a McPizza. Was yep. it? Did you? Was it any good? Like I don't. I know. never. I never ate it. It was before my time. <laughs> it was. You were not. If I could go back in time and do anything, I would do that. I would go eat that McPizza every day. I walk. Whenever I go to Walmart to buy my various cheap um, sundries and various, uh, mm-hmm. um, like, groceries and such, they have like the pre-made Little Caesar style hot ready Walmart pizzas, and I keep. Thinking, oh, I hate that. I'm not gonna. Ugh. I want to try it for the podcast. I mean, do it for the podcast, but don't do it for your own enjoyment. Do it out of masochism. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. No, as Just a journalist, don't. I'm not a masochist like you guys are. I mean, oh. like Alan is. I don't. <laughs> I, like I, don't... How, I, th- I like how you pronounced it masochist. Masochist. I'm divine. Original art. French. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> divine art. Why I, I say this inflation pick is <laughs> wondrous. Why, I tell you, this pregnant uh, Tiny Kong is quite superb. No. <laughs> My why pro- why is Tiny dead. Kong pregnant? I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other Kong would you like to have pregnant? Uh, chunky Kong. <laughs> chunky Kong. Get out yeah. of this. <laughs> this why aren't you recording this? We are. <laughs> oh. We all started recording this like is... oh, yeah. three minutes ago. Sorry, is... I meant like. The podcast. This is the podcast. Oh. Oh, is it? Yes, Ross. Oh. Cute. No, this isn't my pod. This is my new podcast. The. Uh... God damn it! That was when you were supposed to say the name of the, the podcast. Horny art fucker. curator. No, let me do my horny, horny art curator <laughs> podcast first. It's in character. It's kind of a little bit like a Womp It Up with Marissa Wampler. Nobody gets that reference. Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I hate this. Voice. The horny curator. <laughs> I hate him. And my- my exhibit is based out of Hogwarts. I hate him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Alan, you've ruined my... I was trying to ditch Hogcast. That's really it. I just want a successful and popular character to get me on SNL. Oh, this is part of your late night packet, huh? Yeah. 
No, this is my audition tape, baby. I'm not. I'm not on the page. I'm in the camera, baby. I I I, I hate all of this. <laughs> well, I hate you. Welcome okay. everybody to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one <laughs> independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host Russ Walsh. As always, is my co-host Alan Black, and this week we have special guest, returning guest, our first returning. Robbie returned for the Monster Girl show, so well, I guess no. I, well. <laughs> Yeah, the Monster Musume stuff doesn't count. That's a complete. And Ben returned for the Monster Musume stuff too, so that's that's different. That's this, not canon. This is our first Hogcast recurring friend of the show, personal friend of mine. I well, I mean, Lenore, personal friends. Hmm? Okay, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's personal friend. It's Lenore. good to be back. God damn it. We're talking up hot Sonic and pizza content, as always. But first things first, the name of our segment, Sonic fans, what is it again? Quillhead's Talk Shop. You're killing me here, Russ. <laughs> you host the fucking show, then. Quillhead's okay. Talk Shop, personally. personally. Uh, so we always put a space between the shop and personally. Uh, I think the word is ellipses, which is a little thing that we use as storytellers, right, Lenore? Yeah. As fellow storytellers, I, you know, not friends. I think we just established not friends, but as mm-hmm. fellow storytellers, me, me and Lenore understand each other because we know a little thing about arcs. We're bonded by the joy of art. Yeah, and foreshadowing and like, you know, the, uh, the Hollywood. Well, name other, the name other literary elements, Russ, please. Oh, Metaphors. Yeah. yeah, similes, like, like a simile. Alliteration. Good shit. Good That's shit. like classic, classic German poetry. What is that? Did you just call me an ass ants ants? <laughs> yeah, ass ants. Oh, ants. I hate it. Um. Oh yeah, things have been real personal lately for me. Um, what's, what's what have you been up to, Russ? Besides uh, Mac tonight, I mean. Yeah, uh, watching Mac tonight videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting upset about Nicktoons. Oh. Uh. What what Nicktoon this week? <laughs> Seems like every week you have a new Nicktoon you're angry at. Uh, well, uh, I guess Pelswick again. Oh, Pelswick! So horny. It's fucking. Why did he have? Why did he have that 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 weird uh, like guardian angel man that was just like also horny and kind of like sounded like he smoked weed or something? Uh, yeah, steel. Yeah. I mean, also I brought Lloyd back. Lloyd from space. Lloyd from. That's space. a Disney cartoon, but I hate him. I know, too. I know, but also you know Disney's dog. There's a bit of a connection there, and they take place in the same universe, being that cousin Skeeter. I think. Not cousin Skeeter. You mean Skeeter from? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Skeeter cousin from Skeeter Doug died fucked an alien, and that's eventually what led to Lloyd's space reestablished. I think. In well, also, I sent Monty a, a fan art of Lloyd from space fucking Eliza from the Wild Thornberries. Yeah. So, so with with his little antennae. No, it was with his horrible, horrible alien dick. His horrible alien dick. <laughs> so we we've been discussing a lot of Lloyd in space lately, and his horny brain friend, and his ugly one-eyed Shrek friend. I hate all of these friends. But, Lenore, you did something cool. I remember a while back you went to a museum and played Sonic, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did I about talk that? about that last time? I think it happened after you were on the show last time. Oh. But I wrote it down. I guess that explains it. Yes. I went to, I think it's some the kind Louvre, of video. The Louvre. Where it should Yeah. Yeah, the Louvre. I went to some kind of, like, video game place. I think it was in Nottingham. And they had, like, I don't know, different floors, and they were all dedicated to kind of retro games and stuff. They had, like, Banjo-Kazooie. Ugh. They had... they had, they had garbage on reason. display? Russ hates Banjo-Kazooie. I, I love it. Banjo-Kazooie so much. Why? They're stupid. It's so stupid. I hate their googly eyes. He hates all the rare characters. I, I think they're all pretty rare good. Character. That's offensive. 
Yeah, it is. It's offensive to many groups of people. Yeah. You, Russ, you know I have googly eyes. You UK people and your fucking ZX <laughs> Spectrum. Get out of here. <laughs> fucking Russ, you know okay. you know I you know I I have pet Viva Piñatas hey, in my yard. Put your put your <laughs> magic carpet up your ass, Peter Molyneux. Hey, you know that my mom is actually cameo. Oh fuck. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry that your mom uh ponied out to the corporate slaves at Microsoft. Anyway, so you went to a bad game retorium, but then they for some reason they had Sonic to remind you that good games exist in case you lost hope. Oh uh, yeah, like I was wandering through and because I was I was really into it actually for a for a trip that I was being forced to go on with college and stuff. And um in like one of the very uh, top rooms they had like this random um there was like I think there was like a dark corridor or something. So I went down there. And there was just like this big dark room and they had like pillows and stuff on the floor. They had like beanbags. And there were a bunch of like very small computers and random stuff you could play games on in the corner. But they also had like this massive, massive screen hooked up to some kind of Sega console, which I can't remember the name of. And basically, oh, something like that. And anyway, I got to play like Sonic games for the entire trip, basically, on this massive screen in the dark. I think it's the first one. I'm pretty sure it's the first one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for the Mega Drive, Sonic the Hedgehog, a classic. Yeah. Um, it was great. Wait, what? didn't the Mega Drive not really have any proper Sonic games? No, you're thinking of the, uh, the Saturn. Oh, the Saturn's the one. Yeah, yeah you're the right. The Mega Drive is what they call the Genesis in oh, Europe yes, and yes. Japan. Of course, of course. And then... Um, then there was the Genesis here in America. Mm, I, that was my first console. Ah, yes. I played that when I was like three or four years old. Sadly, the Mega Drive, not one of the best Sega hard girls. Oh, I should no. talk about that in Quillhead's talk shop personally, but I'll let uh, Lenore finish up. Did you see any other games? I one time went to a video game museum and played Panzoon Dragoon Saga? Not Orta? Mm. No, Orta's for the Xbox. Okay. This was on the original Saturn, which is one of those games that's about like $300 a copy for a console nobody owns because they only made like 200,000 copies. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was cool. And I think I also played Virtua Fighter on the 32X, which is pretty interesting. Oh, did you meet Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Jeffrey, isn't he a character from Virtua Fighter? I don't remember. Is he the guy with spiky hair? Yeah, I think so. Is that Kadachi or something? I don't remember. I don't know. Virtual Fighter games are cool, but I don't know anything about them, and they don't have oh. Oregon. What's um, what's the name of that Donkey Kong game with the um, oh, the musical instruments and stuff? You kind of just like oh, Donkey, Donkey Donkey Kong sixty four. Here's me snapping a pencil at the at the reference of Donkey Kong sixty four. No, no, no. Are you talking about the one you play with the bongo drums? Oh, yeah, yeah. Donkey Bongos. Kong. Uh, that's Congo beat. Yeah, um, yeah. That one's good. Yeah, that's Donkey Kong. I got, uh, I got two. I got to play All Star on it, so that's that really good. No, yeah. that's Jungle Beat. That's uh, that's Donkey Konga, not Jungle Beat. Jungle Beat's the platformer designed by Tokyo EAD, and that's I like uh, I like Jungle Beat because you you like you fight other monkeys in it, and the last boss I think you go into space and have like a Dragon Ball Z fight with a monkey man. That's pretty fucking bad. Uh, have you ever played Taiko Drum Master before, Lenore? Um, I've. What should we call it? Isn't there like an an R two mode for that mm, or something? I don't know if they there's like a uh, public version. I don't think it would be as fun because the whole fun is you go to an arcade 
and you beat on oh. a giant taiko drum to like crappy J-pop. Oh god, it's pretty good. See, I've only done with with um, a mouse pad and stuff. That sounds like something completely different. It's it's really fun. I think there's like a couple Idol Master songs on it because it's Namco. So <laughs> shout out if you're you know if you're one of those Idol Idol creeps. I don't know what you what what, what, do, you, what do you call Idol heads? Um. Uh. They have many names. All I know is that idle hands are the devil's playthings. Oh, you know what? You know what we never talked about last time when Laura was on here? We never asked her who, what Sonic characters correspond to the different characters in Muse. Oh, uh, we've really? We've done this once before, back with Kelsey back in... Uh... Yeah, but it I want to familiar. I want, more, I want more opinions. I mean, well, obviously you have... Nico would definitely be Shadow. Definitely. I think someone like Hanio would probably either be like Cream or maybe I don't think she'd be Tails. I thought Katori would be Cream. Yeah, what actually, about I Cheese can see the that. Rabbit. What, is it Cheese? Her mom Cheese? Who's the mom? Cheese is her mom. I think her mom is Cheese. Yeah. No, isn't. Yeah. Who's the Chow? Chaco. No, the Chow. The Chow's. The chow oh is yeah, cheese. the Chow is Cheese. What's the chow fucking, is Cheese. What's her mom? Is it Mom the Rabbit? Like, what's what's her fucking? <laughs> I don't know. I need to find what her mom is and add her to my favorite characters on my anime list. That's true. It's probably so, she's on Sonic X. Mm-hmm. Mackie would be Rouge the Bat, wouldn't she? I was thinking her or Knuckles. Uh, I I'd say she's more of a fighting freak, so I'd put her with uh, Knuckles, I guess. Maybe. 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 I don't. I don't think there really is an any Sonic character. Uh, well, it's Rin. We, I, well, we established in that past episode it was Rin because she posed with Rin, and basically that was Sega saying she is the new Sonic, which I disagree with. But I don't think I agree with that either. Yeah, but you know they're always big on like who's the new Sonic, and then you know it's, it's kind of like it's, James Bond. It's just exactly. Uh, I think Idris Elba is actually the new Sonic. It's actually Vanilla. It's Vanilla out. the Rabbit is the mom. If, if, oh, okay. For all you horny mom fans out there, MILF fans. Thank you. You mean Monty? <laughs> yeah, Monty. She he, he already has Lola Bunny, so don't give him this too. You don't give him more. You get one rabbits. or the other, Monty. You get one or the other. You can't fuck every rabbit, Monty. <laughs> you can't. That's <laughs> that's something. Mon- that's something Monty's always doing. He's coming up to me and saying, "Tell me about the rabbits, Alan." Yeah. <laughs> He's always asking, <laughs> no. like, "What do you think about this Echo and the Bunnymen band?" And I'm like, "You can't fuck. E- you can't fuck Echo or his Bunnymen, nor Mumford and his sons. That's illegal." Well, maybe I don't know about that one. Yeah, it's it's illegal. I've well, it's legal only in like uh, what's the funniest state where you can fuck a Mumford son? Hello, Missouri. I guess. Welcome to Missouri, where you can fuck a Mumford son. That's that's all. Fuck a Mumford. Uh, so wait, what about the other members of Muse? Or Mumford and Sons, if that's more um, interesting to you. Okay, so what we got Maki of the first years. We've got. Um. I don't know how the rest of them pan out. Hanayo, we said, would be, what, cheese the chow? Maybe. I guess. I don't know. It'd be something really boring, whatever it is, I guess. Hanayo- it's just that I really want to, even though we've figured out that Ren is Sonic, I really want Hanukkah to be Sonic. I think she should be, actually. They're both protagonists. They have that energy. Can I, can, I, very can, I, can I just make my bit? I have a joke. Yankee. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your joke? Uh, Chaos would be the school idol festival game because it keeps keeps eating up my fucking gems. <laughs> That's good shit. And it turned into it turned into a shark monster at one point. <laughs> it ate my hand off. Oh uh, yeah. I was playing after school. What is it again? After cool, school crusaders, and it bit my fucking hand uh, off. After school navigators. After crusaders school navigators. Hanayo, <laughs> get your shit straight, idiot. 
Fuck you, Hanayo. This is the official fuck you of the podcast. Anyway. I got to that edit song. It's, it's even better after the breakdown. The breakdown's scary. <laughs> it's just them being, like, sucked into hell. World star it's really hip-hop sick. exclusive. It's basically it. I, uh, that song scares me. So, hold on. So, we got we got Hanayo. We've got Maki. Uh, we've, we've got Nico. We've got Nico. Um, okay, Katori would probably right? be, would probably be, uh, Cream. Mm. Mm. What about Umi? Uh, who's that? That's what I'm trying to figure out, because she's so, like... Espio. She's calm, but she's also, uh, she has a very complicated character. Uh, being the uh, dynamite? Do we need to figure out which Sonic character would have the most fucked up fetishes? Is this how this? <laughs> I works? think this is how, this is where we work backwards. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is the whole podcast now. We had a lot this... to cover, but okay. Hold on. Well, we'll 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 have to we'll just I'll touch one of these pizza stories. I need to. We need to figure this out, Russ. This is more important than anything. <laughs> this is more important than anything we've ever done in our entire lives. <laughs> um, Knuckles is. Uh, well, I'm gonna say Tails is vanilla. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, mm, Knuckles might be into some shit. What about Eggman? Do you think he's ooh, just ooh, really? I don't, I don't know about that. Eggman's into every fucked up thing on the planet. He he, a Mobius <laughs> or ours? Like he's just into sickest shit. Do you think he likes Femdom? Oh, Eggman! <laughs> Eggman's probably into yeah. Uh, he might. I don't well like that. I don't Christian. like that. I share things in common with Eggman now. He's I don't like this. Yeah, it's Christian. He's Christian. <laughs> I'm not into basically, this. instead of Christian Grey. Think about it. Fifty shades like, of egg. I don't like that either. Yeah, he makes women sit on eggs and squish them with her butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he is Umi. He's Umi. Then yeah, you're, you, you, sold me oh my God. you sold me on this. He's Umi. Oh boy. I, sorry, I knew Eggman's finish. Off imagine, imagine Eggman drinking Sonic's bath water, and going uh, up in the mountains. Uh, I hate this. Okay, what about Nozomi's Rouge the Bat? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, actually. No, what about, what about Ellie then? Um. Oh, hey, uh, boy, oh, like the, mm. Uh, mm. Silver. Silver. Who's Amy? Who's like? The she's the girl. Guys, who's like? She's the girl. Maybe it's Hanoka's dad because he's like the token guy. Maybe. Oh, I can get yeah. down. With that. <laughs> he's always no. I thought Big the Cat was Hanoka's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can get down with that. Yeah, he's at the end of a rectum or whatever. Yeah, Sonic Dreams collection. We'll get to that later. Uh, Feels great, kid. Uh, uh, I think Ellie might be silver. Maybe. Maybe. It's up to maybe. you. That's... It's up to the listener at this point. I think we've spent enough time on this. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Well, so but maybe our... we haven't. Maybe, maybe we, we haven't. We'll have to think about this. Write in, please. Yeah. Tell us. Seriously, write in. Nobody writes into us. Send us a handwritten letter. Please send it to our PO box, which we don't have. Uh, so our next segment is Domino's Goes. Oh, I think Domino's I'm the only one that ate pizza this week. Listen, it's tough out there for a chowder boy in this pizza world. Sometimes, you know. You, did you actually <laughs> eat any chowder, Russ, or is that just your chowder? That's just like a title <laughs> they call me by. Oh, I don't want to know why. Um, <laughs> You've never heard of my so... nickname, Chowder Boy. I have. I just never wanted to know why. Because uh, it sounded really sexual. No, it's just because I love chowder so much. <laughs> I thought you had like lumpy clam-like cum. No, uh, no. What the? Okay, let's pause here. Alan, 
Yes. We've known each other for a long time. Since I was 13 and you were 14, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Something um, like that. Where is this going? Uh, I don't know any... I don't <laughs> know where love this... confession. Uh, do you want to, <laughs> Shit. Do you want to have a taste Tell of my friend. lumpy chowder spread? <laughs> Come. No. Okay, well then, <laughs> I got summarily rejected. Ladies, I got rejected by my podcast co-host. Interpret that as one would... <laughs> Mom, if you're listening this is, to this, this has got this got a lot sadder than I intended it to. Well, get. you always uh, do. You always make it that way. You could have said yes, and we could have gone to the prom together. Damn, we'll talk about more about that later. Wink. <laughs> uh, so I don't. Have so my to pizza, say about real problems, but this is a sonic problem. My my pizza loadout this week was a surf and turf uh, pizza steak from and lobster. A, that sounds pretty ritzy, Alan. It was well. It wasn't steak and lobster. It was London broil, shrimp, feta. Tomatoes, extra mozzarella, and extra cheddar. It was pretty good. Uh, I, you would think London broil on pizza might be a little bit weird, and it was actually not as thinly sliced as you would expect it to be. It was kind of just like cube-like, uh, but that was pretty good. And then shrimp on a pizza, a little bit unconventional, was pretty good too. I've had it had a white sauce. Shrimp there. on like one of those bread boats with cheese—that's like a sort of pizza. One of those things before. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. My only complaint with this pizza, it was mild, like, it had a little bit of a, a burn on the bottom. Like, just a teeny bit. Oh. Where it's visible, but you couldn't really taste it. But, well, I mean, if you could, if you were paying attention. It sounded like that pizza was a, a fishy proposition. It was pretty good. I'd say well, it's a solid, like, four. It reheated really well, I'll tell you that. Shoot. Where'd you get it from? We never got a, we never got a lowdown of where you got it from. Oh, yeah, the Beast of Blacksburg. The Beast of Blacksburg. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it's called the Beast of Blacksburg. Like, or something? An anomaly or something? Yeah, I had to solve a riddle, and I had to cross a bridge <laughs> to get it. An alley bridge, like they have in the in the South. Lenore, the American South is kind of like the heartland of America. They have, mm-hmm. like, they have uh, Mountain Dewshine and... Uh, Moon Pies. And, like, thickets, oh, yeah. Mountain Dewshine. Yeah, thistles. Uh, we have uh, wild vines and kudzu everywhere. Yeah, kudzu, and you can smoke it. Like it's like the and the Big Rock Candy Mountain is there somewhere, as far as mm-hmm. we know. Yeah, it, well, it's all of our hearts, really. Yeah, because we're all 1920s hobos here in America still. If you have a podcast, yes, we're, we're all literally yeah, hobos. We're all, yeah, we're all homeless. I'm recording this out of a Starbucks. Uh, so yeah, it was a pretty good pizza, I think, Russ. Uh, uh, what, what was you? You don't have a pizza, but you have a loadout of something else. I haven't had a lot of pizza lately because I'm back home with the family for a bit and uh, there's Mm -hmm. not really any decent pizza in the area. So, we, you know, we had another Papa Murphy's, but how much can I say about the take and bake treat? Uh, Uh, The the take and bake treat that hates. I hate it. (laughs) You hate it. It's a Lenore. It's a pizza that that isn't cooked and you just buy it. You go to a restaurant and buy a non-cooked pizza and then you just take it home and stick it in your own oven. Actually, the last time we had it oh, was really... Oh, we do that in England, too. Wait, what? Uh, you just mean, like, a frozen pizza or something? No, it's, no, it's not frozen. Oh. No. You go to a restaurant and then get a non-cooked pizza. So not go to, like, a grocery store and get yeah, a frozen that's, pizza. That's weird. It's weird that you would go to a restaurant and get something that's not cooked. Well, guess what? You're fucking classist pricks. Maybe. <laughs> I hate you. It was, it's the worst of times, it. and it's the worst I of am times. Ugh, yeah. I hate this. Well, what was your what was your your non pizza loadout this week, well, Russ? I read some Charles. Da- <laughs> no, I'm 
I don't know any <laughs> Charles Dickens books besides the two they made me read in high school and The Christmas Girl. So, um, speaking of of not not in high school, uh, mm-hmm. I had some not your dad's root beer recently. Or mm-hmm. I have my bottle here right next to me. I'm gonna and uh, oh, good good audio there. Yeah, yeah. And then I was hoping like another beat would start kicking in, and then somebody would start playing on uh. the flute. And then, uh, are you talking about that one SpongeBob where he has the jellyfish? No, I was kind thinking of more about like old 1920s cartoons, but like, like some weird old Fleischer shit. But a uh, Cuphead shit. Flesh that down the toilet. No, not Cuphead shit. Come on, like Popeye. Come on. Uh, come on, Popeye. Uh, well, tell us about this. <laughs> I don't want to come on Popeye. Come on, Popeye. Do you think maybe okay? So we know what what spinach does to Popeye it makes him strong, but what happens if he eats cum? <laughs> he becomes. Does he get stronger? It or? turns into Betty Boop. Oh, oh man! <laughs> you didn't know this? Wow. Oh, so wait. You can. Tur- are you saying that all cartoon characters are basically the same character, except they just like eat different things to turn into a different one? No, just that one specifically. Oh, I thought maybe you'd say like <laughs> if, if he eats cum, he turns into Betty Boop, and like if he eats like I don't know crackers, he turns into Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. Like they're all like some sort of Kirby like character. No. Some sort of shapeshifter. No, Kirby's it's is its own thing. Like Monster okay. Sakurai, who hates me, or Russ Walsh. Speaking of hating, I did not hate this. It's basically just root beer, but it's alcoholic. It's 5.9% alcohol, so it's about the same as like a hard cider or a... Uh, mm-hmm. I'd say like an amber. Oh, like the color of your energy? Yes, the amber. <laughs> that means I'm a dog person. Um, well, yeah, we know you. We know this. You love dog and scissors, and you own yeah, them on so DP. Naturally, I, I love dogs, <laughs> and I love horny editors, so amber energy. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out, Shouts out. Shout out to Jimmy. Does he love that horny editor too? Is he on to my girl? What well, I think I don't he know. He just loves her. He just loves the whole Gosh, show. I think so, he just soaks it all in. I love that horny Jesus editor. Jesus wife. Uh well, Karen, well, okay. Oh, that's why I forgot to talk about in Claude's talk shop personally. The Sega Hard Girls are currently murdering the Sega Neptunia girls. Thank God they're doing God's work killing those motherfuckers. Did any of the Neptunia girls even have guns? Because no, Sega Sat. They, they have like weapons. fucking body pillow covers and like the Sega Saturn girls blam blam fucking two shots to the head Sega Saturn's killed uh Neptunia's stupid ass fuck you god damn it thank you Russ hates you seem very passionate about this well it's a you... big deal it's a big fucking deal uh, the Sega hard girls mean a lot to us yeah mm. I've always been more of a Sega I think, Dreamcast I think they'd man. appeal but to you can't you like both no god I don't, no I don't like any non-Sega uh-huh. consoles no, the Sega. Mm-hmm. Well, the Sega Neptunia girls are also consoles, but they're stupid. And I don't like ugly. them. Whereas they're the gross. Sega Hard Girls are powerful and beautiful and earnest warriors of kindness and heart <laughs> and respect. They're keeping true American values alive. I don't mean to get in a little tangent because you know I'm conservative about my pizza values, but frankly, mm-hmm. uh, fuck the Sega Neptune girls and, f- and f- fuck fuck whoever came up with them. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Uh. I see. Well, I'm, I'm glad you. What? I'm glad you you've opened up about this, Russ. And then the dad's root uh, beer was pretty good. And then I had some Tim Tams recently. So if you're in Australia or a Safeway, some for some weird reason, get some Tim Tams. Pretty good. They're like Twix okay. with like a little bit of a creamy chocolate. These things aren't going to make me wake and fright like the classic Ozploitation <laughs> film, Wake and Fright. <laughs> no, it's not going to make you wake up. Like, what's that horrible? That horrible children's Australian film with the monster. Oh, you mean the Babadook? 
No, South Australian, that's South. That's South African. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I've got a. I've got a. Some, I ju- some... Just let me relate it to Lenore. Imagine if, um, so uh, imagine if there was like Love Live versus Idolmaster, but one of them was clearly worse than the other instead of this weird stalemate that they're at now. Mm. And that, like, if Nico got a fucking gun and took down the enemy, that's that's a controversial statement. Wait, I mean, I, th- I think. Personally, as an outsider to that whole kind of conflict, I feel like they're at a weird stalemate. I can't. You feel like they're more or less they're more or less equal. They're they're basically uh, I don't know. They're big boss and major zero at this point. They're kind of at a cold war for the the hearts and minds of the entire world. Ah, uh, but but I but I have a I think Love Live Sunshine is going to be the thing that breaks it. That you'd think that, mm. but Big Boss, you know, he lost the war. Look, Ross, one of these one of these girls is into heavy metal, and another one thinks she's a demon. That's true. So well, I, that's going to be some good shit. I've got to find deep girl. I'm already shipping those two together. I don't care. The Idolmaster girl. Mm. The Idolmaster girl. She loves hamburgers in America. She's just an American girl. She loves hamburgers. Oh, shit, that's pretty good. So, Never mind. I don't know. Maybe it's more equal than I thought. It's tough. Uh, um, oh, speaking of things that are tough, Pizza Hut's had a tough time recently. Oh boy. And their Pizza Hut is looking to connect with gamers at the budding fan convention RTX. Mm. Uh, so this was in Austin, I believe, last week. It's a fifth year of this convention, and Pizza Hut is a uh, as the title sponsor. Besides the usual signage and other things, the brand is hosting Pizza Hut Retro Arcade at RTX, where attendees will be able to gather and play classic games in a more communal setting than typical. Brands like Pizza Hut see the event as a chance to reach a very hard-to-reach consumers. Pizza Hut is our first top-line sponsor, he said. In addition to the arcade, the brand will also supply attendees with free flavored-up Cheesy Bites pizza, during RTX, this is the biggest thing we've done in terms of live events for a brand. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about Pizza Hut just openly trying to get gamers? Um, to, it's what gamers fucking deserve at this point, if you ask me. They deserve this bad, this gross pizza. They deserve this fucking bad pizza and gamer grub tubes and like Mountain Dew whatevers. Now these free flavored up cheesy bites pizza, those are the things where it's like a little like weird cheese bread bits on the crust. But the flavored up thing is they just sprinkle like some sort of dust on. Alan, can I just preface something? You mm-hmm. know, I'm conservative about my pizza values. I'm just mad at gamers. They deserve it because they summarily rejected Sega and Sonic. That's yes, I think so. They have never mm-hmm. said anything mean against minorities or women or people. Yeah, none of that. So, yeah, it's exclusively Sonic. Just, just one yeah, of that's strong your, words. Yeah, strong words. <laughs> Thank you, Lenora. Hundred percent agrees. You can quote her on that. Gamers mm-hmm. have never said anything wrong. Except about Sonic. <laughs> the one person who has suffered as the gaming market has grown and grown into a farm of terrible military simulators that only uh, uh, promote guns and gun violence or whatever. No, it's just that they summarily rejected Sonic, which I disagree you with. You know, there's one good game with I'm guns. also that was called Sonic Shadow. Justice, I've got to say. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I've got one more. I've got one more sort of uh, pizza story here. I think I think both of these stories kind of lend themselves to the sort of pizza dystopia that's rapidly approaching. <laughs> that's, um, my, that's the best kind of dystopia. Maybe. Hopefully, I get a uh, robot Denver... arm made out of pizza at some point. Ooh, I'd, I'd eat it though. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Oh. So, Denver police passing out pizza coupons. Free pizza could be yours if Denver police catch you doing the right thing. A new Denver Police Department program will give out 500 gift cards good for a free pizza to people in Denver who are seen acting courteous, helping others, and obeying the law. 
the You Got Caught Doing Something Right program will launch on Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Police Chief Robert White and representatives from the Alpine Bank and Papa John's Pizza will launch a program in front of the Alpine Bank uh, in Denver. Officers will distribute pizza gift cards during their foot, Segway, and bike patrols downtown. So... I love that they have that they mentioned that there's there's a possibility that a cop on a Segway can hand you a pizza coupon. This is fucked up because <laughs> all it makes me think about is "Do the Right Thing," directed by Spike Lee, and how Mookie threw the garbage can through the pizza. Are they trying to stop that? Maybe. Oh my god, this is fucked. Okay, up. I have a question. Okay. What exactly do you do that constitutes doing the right thing? I guess you oh, know? throw a garbage can through a pizza place's window. It's it's uh, they're just going to give them to white people. That's what it's going to be. If you're just like walking stadium. around, not mm-hmm. killing anyone, it's pretty much just going to be if the cop likes you, the thing. <laughs> now it should be the other way around, where we only pay pe- we only pay cops in pizza coupons. <laughs> That's true. I feel like they're just going to try and hold them or something. Oh you yeah, I, oh, my I didn't God. see anybody yeah. do the right thing. It's all mine now. Being helped across the street and saw pizza now. You're not going to see. I you're com- gonna- yeah, I think. Yeah, you're gonna see the cops are going gonna keep the it for themselves. To the oh my god, it's the fucking wire all think... over again. This is just like this is exactly like the wire. <laughs> Uncle Omar Papa is oh, wait, was it Papa John coming? Yeah, Omar versus Papa John. Think about it. Fuck. I I, I don't like that this article I'm looking at has a horribly low res picture of a cop holding a, a pizza coupon. It's oh terrible. America's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Pizza's the only thing that can save us, but at the same time, it's the only thing that can destroy us. Yeah, it's our greatest strength and our weakness as a country. Like a Marvel comic it. book character. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the oh, blueprint boy. to Gift and Curse. I'm saying you think about it a lot tonight because I want... We're going to get a lot of listeners because Lenore's on and she she attracts a certain crowd. I want them a little... Somehow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mostly because they want to hear how you suffered on this particular episode. And, uh, <laughs> and boy, will, will you whenever we read this fan fiction. Um, <laughs> And I just want them to go home tonight and say to their Meemaws or Poopaws, hey, what's up? I don't want them to talk to anybody named Meemaw or Poopaw. (laughs) Don't make fun of Meemaw or Poopaw, come on. I hate them. (laughs) Well, fuck you, you like minions. Uh... Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I think it's time for a special special sub-episode of Minions on Fleek. I had a a minion Twinkie. (laughs) I had a banana split. I'm going to mute myself on Skype, and I'm going to record my own podcast, the Hamburglar cast. You guys get what you got to get done. Oh, what about so the moonshine? A... You've got to talk about the moonshine. The moonshine minions, the minions I soaked in moonshine. Yeah, that was bad. They were they were very bad. They reminded me of this gummy thing I fed a lizard and ate when I was like eight years old. It was awful. And then they had this horrible purple bile that they were sucking in, <laughs> and it smelled a lot like grape four loco, and I hated it. There were better ways to incorporate minions into your life, maybe. Maybe, That's what I'm I getting. Don't know. Monty, Monty made me eat them on camera. <laughs> he was trying to dom me with minions, and I didn't like it. Really? It was bad. They were mm. they were not good. I ate three of them, and I and it felt like some. The first time I ate one, it felt like somebody punched <laughs> me in the gut. That's how bad it was. Like I immediately started retching. <laughs> I've got to try this sometime. No, you don't, Lenore. Well, no, you should. I want everybody For to the feel experience. Pain. Everybody needs to feel this pain. Mm. This is my recommendation to you, the listeners. Go eat, go soak some moonshines and alcohol of your choice, and then eat them, and then die. Did you say go soak some moonshines? I'm not finished with my my ASMR Hamburglar Mac Tonight podcast starring the thing from Marvel Comics. (laughs) So, you can keep your segment going on a bit more, or we go into Sonic News, Views, Reviews, and Toots. Let's do that. 
So Sonic News, uh, Views, Reviews, and Toods, this week we're all focusing on one thing, and that is the Sonic Dreams Collection. A game we've all played. Oh, this was a good game. Yep. This was a good game. It's like a peek so into an out universe was... where Sonic Boom hasn't ruined everything. Exactly. Boy, it was a peak from an earlier time. A, a it's simpler a testament time. to the power like a... of the Sonic fan community mm-hmm. and what yeah. we can all do together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really inspiring. So the yeah. hacker group actually unveiled an earlier game called Bubsy 3D Visits the James Turrell Museum. How many of you guys have finished that? I think believe both of us oh, played yeah. it last week. Oh, did you beat it all the way through or did you just played it? Oh, yes, I, I beat it. I beat it. With Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> yes. And that was a game that touched my heart. And I think it touched mm-hmm. both your guys' hearts, too. And, uh, Definitely. I learned a lot about what art is. And I think it gives a great... I was happy to learn about James Turrell and his usage of light. It was really... He, he somehow... The light had thingness. That's all I know. Yes. Mm. Good stuff. And that leads into... Now that we said, you know, we've established the oeuvre, now we can move into the newest work, Sonic Dreams, from the hackers, Arcane Kids, who took some old games... Did they mm-hmm. touch them up any, or are these just straight ports? Uh, well, I believe the Sonic, my roommate Sonic, was adapted for Oculus. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. And you basically, know, I really wish I didn't sell my Oculus dev kit because that would have been the ultimate experience. Yeah. Um, at this point, Blue—it's—they're basically the new Blue Point games because they have essentially released the definitive versions of classic games that we never got a chance to get our hands on, and they're just gorgeously presented. Great, great music, high fidelity, just great stuff. Mm-hmm. So the first game in the collection was Make My Sonic. Oh, and uh, well, so I, I'd like to talk about the Sonics that all of that all of us made. So Lenore, you made your own Sonic that was Fiona the Vocaloid Hedgehog. Oh God, of course. So yeah. I, I believe Fiona was was pink or some sort of uh, maybe lavender type color, kind of pinkish purple. Had one oh, yeah. big, had one big arm and one big leg. She was she was wonderful. I mean, of course, she isn't with us anymore. But no, she, she ascended. Um, yeah, she ascended, but she accomplished quite a lot, and I really liked that rings feature they have where... Um, I like the print feature where you could turn everything black and white so you could trace out the your Sonic characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give them some sweet tat- tats. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Uh, my, I, lo- I fell in love yeah. and grew to know my character, Dio Aiden the Hedgehog. He's part scary vampire, part b-baller, all heart. He had one big, mm. one big foot... And kind of a big hand. That's because he kept one foot planted into the ground. It was kind of clipping into the ground. It was pretty good. <laughs> but that's just because he he knows his roots. He keeps to his roots. Mm. That's what's very grounded to earth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is what do you think of the music, both in the in the menu screen and during that uh, during Make My Sonic? I like how it changed every time you hit the button. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, me too. Like if you just keep on um, changing the name forever, you get. It just gets slower and stranger, and it's really good. I like how if you change the resolution uh, in the menu screen, the music slows down the bigger the resolution gets. Uh, the yeah. best, the best music programming since iMuse on the Secret of Monkey Island Two, which was ironically what the Idol Group Muse was named after. Yep, definitely. Mm. That's what. Yep. They're big, uh, big click and point adventure game fans. Anyway. My my Sonic was anti Fumiko the cyborg. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, they had one huge hand that was bigger than the rest of their body, one really long leg, one really tiny leg, and then a normal-sized arm. Yes. Because, Alan, the kind of characters you like to create, well, basically they have big, strong hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love yaoi hands. 
for gripping handguns. Well, the greatest handgun in the world, the nineteen. The Colt, the Colt single action army revolver. Yes. yes. It's yeah. good to have a hedgehog who knows how to use their hands. Yes, yes definitely. In sensual ways. They love sticking a silver bullet in a grease chamber. And yes, there's nothing better than that. Yes. Uh, so that was a pretty that was a short sort of game. You know, it was just kind of really it it, it played an important part. It was a fun part. treat for the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was pure fan service, I'd say. Now the next thing is more of a the next game in the collection, uh, Sonic Movie Maker. I'm just doing this in the order I played through it because Eggman Origin is technically the next down, but you kind of have to play through the other ones first. To, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a mysterious game. It's uh, your last stop, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was the last stop because that's where I stopped playing video games because I'm never going to play anything better than that. So why would I even bother? Uh, so Sonic Movie Maker. I think this one had the strongest sort of narrative. A thread tying all the different acts together. Oh yeah. So we're sort of, yeah. So we're after... the first scene with Sonic twitching under a car. Should I bring back my classic character, the the horny art museum curator who ran the? I don't. Art? I really don't want you to, but you no, can. No, it's I. I've returned. I give Is that this it? game a ten out of ten. Now I'm going to go, go off. Goodbye. Well, what were you saying, Lenore? <laughs> I'd say that between this I'm to work and the um, fucking characters here, I'm trying to get a fucking SNL asshole. Please, please, hey, just that's stop. Nice. We're gonna stop the fucking podcast for a minute, Alan. We're not making any money off this shit. If I don't get on fucking SNL, I'm I'm dead. Might as well be. Look, look, look. You, I, I tell you what, you can do a funny voice during a fan fiction reading. Send that to SNL. There, that, but that's not my own work. I only do my own writing. Come on, we'll, we'll workshop something later. Oh, you fucking dick. God damn it. You've got a fucking uh, grad student <laughs> grad student fellowship out of this. What do I? What have I gotten out of it? People just know about my know. tiny dick. Mm-hmm, that's worth it. That's some. Uh, hey, any press is good press, right? No, it's not. I thought oh, like, yeah, maybe yeah. the tiny dick people would come out in support of me, and no, instead they've they've shot me down for making it sound like I'm making a goof or something. Mm, the micro penis really screwed very me fickle. over on this one again. So fuck you. Oh, well. Anyway, Lenore, please continue. I'd save it between Make My Sonic and the other Sonic Movie Maker game. You can definitely see the beginning of the whole, um, the life, birth, death, you know, the cycle of death and rebirth that's present through all of the Sonic um, Dreams yeah, collection. It's a, it's it a really surfaces there. I think what it works what about it, works. it is that it's a mixture of Western and Eastern philosophies. Because mm. it represents mm. rebirth and the cycle of you know, life that's very evident in Eastern cultures, but also has kind of an intimacy and kind of the aesthetics and flavors of it all. And, um, you know, like the customize and make it your own style gameplay. Like that it's, a, it's a sort of West, rugged Western individualism <laughs> combined with Eastern philosophy. I get what you're saying. Yes, exactly. So that's what makes it a strong, strong work. So let's, I think maybe we should go through scene by scene here. So the first scene is Sonic twitching underneath a car. There's some a sign that says "I love my dad" that you can post in there. Why, Sonic he seems is to be in back, some kind of garden as well, or like a backyard. There's like a doghouse of sorts or something. Mm-hmm. Um, why is he wearing a diaper? Is that the child? Is that Sonic's childhood? That's supposed to represent Sonic's yeah. childhood, and that kind of goes back into the whole life and rebirth thing. Okay, that's that's good. Um, who's the? Where is his dad in the situation? You are, are we his dad? dad? You are. The I dad. think we are. His no, dad. Alan. You're the dad. dad. I think this Alan is, is his dad. That's how I Me specifically, I understand. But okay. like poetry or the works <laughs> of too. Walt Whitman. Oh, same Lenore. 
I definitely got the impression that was Alan. Alan was Sonic's dad for all of us. <laughs> well, yeah, if you look up in the rafters, you can actually see my face up in there. So I'll have yeah. to turn this into a peer-reviewed journal, but for right now, anecdotally, like the, the dad is Alan. Yes, yes. I think that's that's our yeah. exegetic analysis of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, so so that's so that's the first scene. The next scene is a prom scene, and your your Sonic that you created earlier is sort of rolling around on the floor with Rouge the Bat. There are hearts shooting out everywhere. There's a crowd of people standing in the background. It just reminds there's me a of that, like, pineapple. I think there's a cake on there's the side. Mm-hmm. Um, did you pull the did you pull the chain and set up the the prom photo things? No, oh, I didn't do I'm that. Sure. Where was the chain? Was there a secret? There was a, there's a ring. If you turn around, there's a ring hanging from the ceiling, and you can pull it, and it'll it'll have like a background that's like the sort of backgrounds that people take prom photos in front of. And uh-huh. I believe the names are Lightsaber War, which is just a bunch of lasers in the background. There's like Winter Cabin. There's like brick, another brick in the wall, which is sort of a Jerry Seinfeld esque brick wall that you would do stand up in front of. And also a um, reference to Pink Floyd, beloved. Yes, also a reference Rob to Pink Rockers. Floyd. Uh, there is uh, there's Emerald Hill Zone, but the name of it's wrong, and it says Emerald Green Zone. Um, <laughs> and then there's like making a big entrance, and it's a bunch of SWAT officers breaking into a house. And you can pose Sonic and Rouge in front of that. Uh, so that's that's something that's also in there. Um, the next scene is where things start to take a sort of more adult turn, I guess. Where well, you could say that. You could say in that. the best ways, like The Wire. Or Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. Yes, it's 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 very mature. It's for a discerning audience. Uh, so you're at a hotel. You step in the door, and the first thing you see is Tails lying in a drunken stupor on the ground, surrounded by cups. Surrounded by red solo cups in um, the darkness. Do you think Tails was getting cucked in that scene? No, because the first thing Maybe. I immediately did was throw Tails in there. Oh, you wanted him in the action. Yeah, I was. I am. Um... I dragged him outside, and I left him near the stairs on the floor. I didn't want to. I got some good pictures of him. He he had to be DD this time. Hmm, Maybe DD designated driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. DD from Dexter's Laboratory. No, not. I was I was thinking of Diddy Kong for some reason. (laughs) I like Diddy Kong. Never mind. No, Uh, no. Well, he's nowhere as good as Tails. That's like you know. Well, that's true. Uh, Mm. So, but who is? mm, Not not many people. None of us. Uh, certainly. Queequeg. Isn't Queequeg problematic at this point? I was trying to just think of literary second bananas. There's no, but, no but, uh, but Tails is covered in tattoos and does does get on a boat. So yes. that's, that's very much like Queequeg. Um, so the rest of the scene is, well, I believe it's Plays the Cat, Sonic, Shadow, and Rouge are all having sex on a bed and tumbling around, and hearts are shooting out, and chaos, uh, he, Shadow does chaos control at some point, or shouts it at least. So there I, are some speech this bubbles. Is sex, right? I, I, my mom still this hasn't is, explained it to me, so I'm assuming this is this is the closest I've gotten to it that I understand it. So if you it's guys basically just, rolling around, it looks like coming. it. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay, thanks, guys. I've been I've been really needing to learn, like, get to the bottom of that for a while. Yeah, you, you, from what I from what I know from my experiences, it's not really sex unless you do, unless you shout chaos control. Right. I mean, there's music so. in the background. And after I'm, and every time I'm done, the other person always says disappear. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly like Shadow. <laughs> this this can't be happening. Well, that's what I'd yes. probably say if I was having sex. This Good can't shit. be Good happening. Shit. So the t- the text bubbles in this in this scene are I'm horny and I'm lonely. So I think that sh- shows a sort of duality of, of man in this in this case. Or mm. Mobian. Or, of yeah. Mobian, yeah. Sorry, 
so that's also. Did you notice the van that's parked outside the hotel has Shenmue on the side of it? I did, I heard about that, but I did not inspect it myself. I was Shenmue was there. I well, it's Ryo. So, what is his name again? Sasaki. Ryo Sasaki. Something like that. Yeah, not Shenmue. His name isn't Shenmue. You fool. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. I thought he becomes Shenmue at some point. No, well, I think he. Well, he could become Shenmue one day if you if you paid enough in Kickstarter, you technically could become Shenmue too. I did, and I am. Oh shit! Uh, you are Shenmue. Next... Oh my god! I didn't know he had Shenmue on the podcast. Hey, it's me, Shenmue. Soccer. Uh, he talks about soccer, I think. Uh, uh, sailors too. Sailors, yes. Um, so the next scene in this is things take a bit of a different turn. It's a sort of you're on some sort of metal grating. Your Sonic is not your Sonic. The other ones were oh. your Sonic. This is the real Sonic. It's strapped to a table, and there's a, a big pull chain, and you can feed him food. The feeding scene. The feeding scene. And you mm. keep feeding him, and his stomach gets bigger and bigger. And there's a text bubble that's hidden beneath the platform you're standing on, and the very far distance says, Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> um, which is the best, probably the best <laughs> text bubble in the entire game. Yeah. But, uh, so you keep on feeding him. And did you guys feed him to the maximum amount? I um, When I chose to make my recording, I just I kind of just stared into Sonic's face as he twitches around on the um, the table or whatever he's strapped to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, spooky. I didn't quite get to the feeding aspect of that scene. You didn't feed him? No. If you feed I, him enough, I abstained. A, big, a big cake drops down from the ceiling. Oh. Uh, gets, a big birthday cake gets lowered down. Wait, well, did you guys ever feed Tails to Sonic? What, you can't no. Feed? Yes, I, you can feed Tails to Sonic. Oh man, I didn't know Tails didn't drop down to mine. Uh, he's I guess in I the birthday cake, again. so yeah, I fed Tails. Oh, he's inside the birthday cake? Oh, oh my shit. god. Yeah. He, I, I didn't look in there. <laughs> I, yes, you can feed Tails to Sonic, it's really good. Oh man, well that makes sense considering the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the next scene is is a delivery room, or I believe the sign above the door says the unbirthing room. Um, and Sonic, in his bloated state, is sitting on the bed, and you pull a chain to drop bowling balls on his horrible, distended stomach, and how, he gives is birth this where to... Is babies really come from, is, like, hitting women with bowling yeah, balls? it's a bowling ball. Yeah, it was Thank like that you. one or Monogatari episode. <laughs> yes. I, I, I haven't seen that Bruce yet. Bruce Bruce. Yeah, it, Takio drops a um, bowling ball. Takio gets pregnant? I was not... That, I always loved that yes, show. It was very yes, sweet, but... Yes, oh, no, it's, it makes sense. Yamato's always feeding those cakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so is wait is he pregnant with Suna? Suna's no, no. Cake, Suna, or... pop, Suna popped out of the cake, and Yamato fed him to, to Takio. It was bound to happen. You know was... that's good storytelling though, because you could see that happening. But mm-hmm. they don't, it was, it was, it was very it's it like Chekhov's Chekhov's cake. If you think about it, like you know, mm-hmm. damn, that's so, good. So another th- thing to take note of in the scene is. Looking in through like some sort of observation window are Shadow and Amy, and they're holding hands um, and looking shocked at the scene. And then also, you can kind of see out into the hallway through another window. There's Eggman smoking. What really? Yes. If you so you know the window that that Shadow and Amy are, are like in. Oh wait, I saw him, but I didn't realize he was smoking. There's like some smoke coming out of his hands or something. Uh, it, it's, it's and also behind Shadow and Amy is a as an adult man in a diaper that says "Ask me how to prevent diaper rash" or something. <laughs> mm. um, I really also like to know the, that at this point. That would be nice to know. Um, also, the the tunnel, the sort of hallway you start to start out in. If you turn around, 
there'll be a bunch of bricks against a wall. If you knock those down, you see a political cartoon of, of Bill Clinton, and then you get the first the first time it's meant the first mention of the login MJ Studio. So it's Bill Clinton playing a saxophone, and then somebody is playing a tuba, but the tuba has the word media written on it, and then out of the tuba is Monica uh, coming out of it. So it's some sort of... Did you did you catch a bit where they have um, Rouge the Bat on them? Um, there's a sign saying her name on the wall, and it says that her um, blood, blood type, type is Nightcore. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that... Um, so you break the window to go outside and get the camera, and there's some chow standing on a ledge, and then there's the weird egg people standing on the build, building across. There's also a news helicopter, and you can actually grab it and fling it around the sky. Uh, I was trying to do that, but I had, like, MacBook controls the entire time. So. Yeah, same. It was kind of difficult. Hey, you can do it. I couldn't it's figure out how to zoom in. It is. Yeah, mm. it is. Uh, okay, so the next scene might be the most disturbing one. Oh, uh, the vor chamber. <laughs> See, I, I don't know if it's really technically vor because it's a birth thing. Well, uh, I, well that's, that's how I chose to interpret it. But at the same time, you're also in the same, you're in some sort of organ with acid or some sort of green goop and then a piece of pizza. And you can crawl up tunnels. You can crawl up tunnels. Wait a minute. Something. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if Rouge the Bat has a cloaca? That's what I was literally about oh, to say, Russ. Well, we're in sync here, unlike Mia, who does has a human vagina. I'm not going to go. You're wrong there, but Bruce the Bat podcast a, for a different time. Okay, I understand. yes, I think that makes a lot of sense because she is clearly giving birth. Because I don't believe she would be shitting in a baby crib, <laughs> or maybe she would. I don't know what she's maybe into. Maybe there's a little bit of both. Who's to say? Maybe there's a little bit of both. So you crawl up a tunnel. And you see Big the Cat, and oh, he's... And he just looks fun and friendly and just happy He's, he's bump-mapped. He's got a great texture. His hands look great. He's covered in slime, and it's beautiful. If you bump like into him, he says... Feels... He looks like Cousin Skeeter in that one screenshot. Yes. If you bump into him, he says, feels great, kid, and does a cool, a hearty chuckle, I would say. <laughs> I thought he was going to eat me if I got any closer. Well, you can go, you can walk around him, and if you walk around him, you'll see that, like, on the ground next to him are a bunch of little eggs. So I don't know if he okay. lays them. Or if those were just there, or, or he's what? just taking care of them because he's a friendly guy. Maybe he's sitting on them and incubating them. Maybe that's what he did to you, the player. Maybe he's and you've hatched. a lot of incubus. <laughs> he's listening to a lot of incubus. Yeah. <laughs> he's listening to Hoobastank. Who knows? So that happens. Um, and then you eventually you crawl out through whatever orifice Rouge the Bat has, and you're, you're birthed into a crib with, what is it? It's Blaze the Cat and Tails are there. And they're fighting or something? I think they're just kind of rolling around. And then, and then Sonic is looking into the crib, and then that's it, except for the rap party, which is just everybody on fire rolling around. Yeah, they were dancing like they were on fire, so I really enjoyed. No, you know what I really enjoyed was my roommate Sonic. Oh God, this this ended. I it's like the dragon I've been chasing for the last twenty one years of my life, and Mm -hmm. we've all wanted to be roommates with Sonic. I think. Yeah, pretty much. I thought it was integral to the entire experience of Sonic Dreams Collection. I think this is this is the the cornerstone of the entire Sonic franchise. I feel yeah. this is what we've been looking for forever. I feel like this is what would have taken. This was the next gen Sonic we were looking for. This was Sonic Adventure Three. Sonic, basically, Sonic 06 was going in the right route, but it was just traipsing on things that had already been established. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this was the revolutionary game that was going to bring Sonic back and end this Mario galaxy shit i don't know so you're sitting on the couch with sonic you're watching a realistic hedgehog on the tv eggman texts you and asks you if you've told sonic about how you feel about him you look out the window and see him like holding his phone up and 
out the window, which is, I don't know how I feel about Egg, Eggman living that close to Sonic. It seems like something he would do, though. You give Sonic the tickles. You take off his shoe. You tickle his feet. You stare deep into his eyes. I had to, I had a tough time getting that second tickle to go because uh, for some reason I just could not get that shoe off. So I just assumed it was just a. Mm. His shoes were on really tight, Ross. I tried. Has... I tried a few times before. Like I failed the first time because I thought you were just supposed to get the password off the TV screen and leave it. And then uh... I came back and and then I tickled his shoe and what awaited me there was really. Really a, a spiritual and emotional journey that like made you think like man what if what if it was like a marvel what, what if? if but instead of thor you know thor's arms turning into cheese or something it was like good it I was like what if was it what you wanted russ i hope it was yeah. i hope this was what you, you wanted, wanted. it was what wanted. I... it is what i wanted so yeah, God, it was beautiful. God bless our king kids. They've really delivered a true... Oh, no, hold on. Our last our last story. Our last game. What? Eggman Origin. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yes. So, Russ actually, he got too scared and didn't beat Eggman Origin. <laughs> it was a late night. I was tired. I just not... Well, thanks for selling me out on the fucking podcast, dude. He wasn't in the right state of mind. I, it's not your fault, Russ. You have to be in the right state of mind to beat that game. Thanks for, thanks for the call out. This is, this is like my call out post against you, Russ, for not feeding Eggman enough worms. Ugh, you fucking <laughs> SJW culture. Ugh, God. I'm making a, I'm making a Tumblr post right now, Russ. Oh, God. Uh, so, so you, you're, you're, you play your Sonic, you make my Sonic character, except you have these, you have no arms and you have very long bird-like legs and you walk around this empty white plane and you pick up worms and you is feed them. Is that music plays? There's, some great music. I'd love to buy the soundtrack for this. And you pick them up and feed them to a tiny limbless Eggman until he gets bigger. And then he grows and then here's the thing I want your input on or whenever that, mm-hmm. that sort of structure appears out of the ground that kind of looks like the things that he traps the animals in. Yeah. There's that and then there's like a spiral ramp spiraling around it. Is that an Ikuhara reference? Is this like some Yuri Kuma shit? Um... Well, it's kind of hard to tell when, you know, they obviously missed out putting that music in there somewhere. But yeah, that would be... I see where you're coming from. I think that is. I think that I, symbolizes was something. Was there a but lot I don't of know color what... switching in um, Yurikuma and uh, Utena and stuff? Um, what do you mean? Uh, I was going to make an Ikaruga pun. Ikaruga, oh, uh, the, the treasure shooter. Ikaruga, that was a bad joke. <laughs> well, fuck you. Um... So then you, you feed Eggman, you crawl to the top of this tower, and then he eats you. And then you ascend. Well, to what? Who knows? Well, What's the um, thing they show in like the corner of the bubble when you ascend? It's Think About God. I can't remember what that was. Mm. What was it? What was that? What was it? If anybody, can, if anybody has the answer, can you shout out to us? If, if anybody has the God, answer. We're just the answer to... on the internet. Or maybe Is it? I don't know. Because part of me wants to say God in the sky, but I could be making that up. And I think that is it. I wouldn't lie about Sonic. No, no, I think that, I think I believe that. That sounds about right. So I'm gonna ask the I'm gonna ask the age old question, guys. G O T Y. So far, G-O-T-Y. yes. G O T Y. Yep. G O T Y. I. It, you're gonna have to bring some heat, Kojima. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to bring some heat. Now what if I get to what if I get to feed a bunch of worms to Revolver Ocelot until he gets big and then eats me? <laughs> well, he's voiced by Troy Baker now, who I think I've heard rumors actually is a bird and he eats worms. 
That makes a lot of sense. They pay him in worms. That's why he's in so many video games. He's really cheap to hire. Yes. Uh, Speaking of somebody who's not cheap, who's cheap to hire, uh, a Sonic fan character, they were very cheaply made and drawn. Uh, Uh, Yes, but they have their own special attitude, or tude, as I like to call it, and our fan tude of the week. Uh, So I'm going to give you the name of this character, and I want you to tell me what you think about them. Their name is Volva. V O L V A. Fuck. Okay, V Russen, the leafy dra- the leafy sea dragon, all one word. Oh boy, this wow. is a lot to unpack. Um, so, so Volva, not like not with a U, but with an O. V Russen, the leafy sea dragon. Does she look like me any? Dude, no. there's Russen there. No. I'm seeing either some um, warm tones to this character design, or I mean, I could just say greens, but that doesn't seem. You're closer quite... with greens. Ah. Actually, it's it's um, some light blues, uh, sort of greenish yellow eyes. Age twenty one. Birthday April fourth. Species leafy sea dragon, and then in parentheses blue. Gender female. Alignment chaotic good. Sexuality lesbian. Personality the badass heroic figure. She is headstrong. I will do anything for the greater good. Volva can be very kind, but sometimes come off sassy without meaning to. Due to this, she can easily make enemies. She's very relate. I think I think a lot of us can see something in her. Um, likes- yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, not quite sure all- what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, cur- yeah, I'm not sure what it is. Exactly. Sometimes I come off a little sassy, and I don't mean to. Mm-hmm. I, Shut the and fuck like- up, Al. <laughs> <It's a> little- <laughs> I'm headstrong. <laughs> will do anything for the greater good, personally. You are a little bit like Batman, Alan, but the, maybe closer I'm, to her now. That would be a better example. Mm-hmm. I'm also very headstrong and sassy. Well, also mm-hmm. you're head, oh, headstrong. You're headstrong because you can headbutt somebody and like friggin' kill them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that one of your powers, Lenore? Don't you have any powers or something? I don't remember. Oh, uh, anyway. I do, but I'm not supposed to talk through, about them here. My MP3 recording. Oh no. Well, anyway, here's my MP3 recording going again. <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, so likes her friends, raining days, oceans, beaches, sun tanning, swimming, oh. traveling, having oh. fun. These are all good. Dislikes mm. enemies, criminals, evil, desert areas, losing friends. Pretty so relatable. Her, very relatable. Her mother is Holly L. Russon. Her father, Cody H. Russon. Friends, insert, Phaeron the marionette. So she's friends with a fucking puppet? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> We all have kind of lame friends. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Ability type. I have yeah. a jalapeno and scrimpy, so, you know. Maybe they're really nice for a marionette. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't I don't know how I feel about marionettes in this. Well, Puppet uh, Mon was always the horniest Digimon, so I never liked oh, them. Oh, I hate the Digimon. They're all horny to me. What? Uh, no. Abilities, ring empowerment, and aerokinetic constructs. Superforms, being a badass. Badassery embodiment. <laughs> well, Same. It's like, That's uh, pretty good. Shoot, who else? Can any humans become badass like that? Goku. No. Goku. Yeah, well, you're right. Saiyan. He's not human, though. Different. This is something completely different. He's not a human, though. Uh, Volva lives with her family near the ocean coast on a private beach called Galleon Coast. Here is where Volva was born with among Holly and Cody, both leafy sea dragons, which she grown up learning the basic needs for leafy dragons, sea dragons' life. At age six, Volva learned how to swim, and two years after that, she learned the basic cooking skills. So she learned how to cook at age eight. Huh. Uh, how come Holly family... and Cody both have normal names? I don't know. Because they're know. not important. They don't have <laughs> Destiny staring them down the yeah, shoulder. What, yeah, what kind of... 
what can I, what, like, Holly Cody's like, yeah, what are we going to name our kid? I don't know. What's, what's like, a sexual, like, thing we can name him? <laughs> like, no, we can't name her Vulva. So what's his name? The 80s Vul- were a weird time. Oh, <laughs> you remember that one Seinfeld shit. character named Mulva? Yeah. You remember that one episode of Seinfeld? That yeah. was weird. Is that the uh, one with the bootleg tapes? Maybe. Uh, that's the only Seinfeld you care about, though. Fine, shut up. Is the guy who bootlegs tapes. Uh, once her family finally found a way to watch TV at home, Volva would watch all of her hero cartoon shows. So her her family took what eight goddamn years to learn how to use a TV. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. She would pretend to be a hero till she was sixteen, which there she was bound sure she was old enough to buy to journey from Galleon Coast, which was her home. This is some good sentence structure. She left her home at age nineteen. So, okay. Uh, and tra- so she just did nothing for those three years and travel around the world since then. But she would always check up on her parents. Her theme song is by Tattoo, the Russian pop yeah, duo. Yeah, of course. Naturally. Oh, of course. They of were, course. They, uh, made, out they, they made my theme themselves. song, too. <laughs> They're yes. not going to get you, Lenore? Yeah. Um, yeah. All the things, all so, the things she said, all the things she said running through Lenore's head, running through Lenore's head. <laughs> <laughs> so the, her, her, I mean, her, her theme song is Fly on the Wall, lyrics only. Her love theme song, question mark, maybe, not going to get us, Butterfly Crash Remix. Shit. What is that again? Butterfly Crash. Was that a deep I don't know. have to listen to this after this. God, good song. They're pretty good. Volva's colors were picked after her creator, Y-Tiger, found a blue color version of a leafy sea dragon. Volva is Russian, because I don't have any Russian base characters, so why not? Volva's name was searched on a website. It was not made up. So what website was he? Was this person going yeah. to where they just typed in? Browsers. <laughs> I feel like this must months. have been some Russian going, oh yeah, you should name them Volva. It's a good idea. Sure. So this is all crossed out. But then, so Volva's sexuality is in fact in question at the moment. They, they have yet to pick if she should be lesbian or straight, not bi or pan, because there are too many of those in my character list. Oh shit! Oh, too oh, many. Fuck. Strong reasons. Strong reasons. She's my first real lesbian cat face emoji. Uh, I just noticed that I made her theme song one of the songs from Tattoo, a Russian band with two female female singers that are considered being lesbians. Oh whoa, face. Good shit. Wow. Good shit. This, I'm glad they um, claps. Oh, here's some good comments from Skavash 100. Claps out of amassment. Good character. Good character. Uh, Badass, as in Borderlands 2, the pre-sequel. Uh, go bisexual tiger. <laughs> oh, boy. That's what, that's what I have t- t- tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> it's really good. So if you good. know that you're going through a dark time, you can look down there and just say, you're right. You're right. This is an awesome choice. Lol. I've been watching some videos on rare sea creatures, and this is awesome. Awesome. This is really good. I think this is a good tune. This is a I'm good glad. I like the I'm like I love that these characters all have theme songs more often than not. Yeah. And it's always good music. They know I have not seen any bad choices. I haven't seen any fucking Thunderstruck by ACDC or like That'd be a pretty good choice actually. Oh shoot. Uh mm. what would be a bad choice? What's a of Montreal song? Wow. I'm kidding. If Shit. I had a Sonic the Hedgehog character, they would definitely have an of Montreal theme song. Well what would it be? Drop it for drop it for the fans out there. Is it the uh, uh, Outback Steakhouse one? <laughs> That's yeah. There's Outback. I, I've never listened to them, but I'm, uh, I'm into them now. Uh, they talk about Bloomin' Onions? No, Outback used one of their songs, and they hate it. I think they've been uh, been in interviews and say they hate, they never play that show, that song in any shows anymore. Is that a thing, Lenore? Um, 
Oh, they didn't play it when um, I saw them, but if that's true, that's really sad. Yeah, it's not a bad song, actually. Uh, mm. Damn. Wow. Uh, I think... Do you think maybe we should, we should be brief on the Sonic Boom episode because it's very boring and I want to, I kind of want to get to yeah, the fan I fiction. Yeah, forgot we even watched it. It was that bad. Um, <laughs> it's very bad. It was an indictment uh, of capitalism, but it wasn't a very smart or good one, so it just maybe. Amy like, opens a restaurant and it, it goes to shit real quick. You know what would have been really good? They put fucking Mac tonight in there. What? Oof. Now, what if Bonsai Buddy? I think he's kind of the Mac tonight. The 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 purple uh, monkey man that kind of looks like Bonsai Buddy. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he's an actonite of computers, but there's a bonsai buddy within the Sonic Boom universe. What if he was the bonsai buddy for Amy's restaurant? Or the, the actonite of... just implied that there's, a, there's the normal version, and then there's of computers, of almost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, who's, the, so, who's yeah. the Sonic the Hedgehog of computers? Bill Gates. Oh, okay, you got, you got me there. Uh, so I, th- I think we learned that instead of spending 10 minutes and watching this episode, just go watch the Mac Tonight compilation on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll do you good. That'll do you right. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm going to send you guys the Sonic fan fiction that we're gonna, I'm going to read. And I'll tell you the reason why I chose this one. It is chapter 14 from My Life is Shadow the Hedgehog, where Shadow is a high school student that has a crush on the popular girl named Amy. Shadow gets picked on by Amy's friends all the time. But what happens when a prank has gone too far? Will Shadow be able to handle the situation? Will it end somebody's life? Does anybody smell pig's blood or something? And psychic powers? Oh, it's very, it's very Carrie-esque. Uh, so this is chapter 14, which takes place after the prom. Has everybody got it loaded up? Of course. Yep. Okay, so I think I'll, I'll cover this first line by Blaze, and then from then on out, I will be Shadow, and you can be Amy, Russ. And... and Lenore, if you don't mind covering the non the non-speaking parts. Oh yeah. So sure. bye guys. Okay, so we'll start this. Okay. Bye guys. Enjoy your night. Cold out Blaze from her car. The dance was over, and Blaze dropped me and Amy off at Amy's house. The prom was too wonderful. It's like I died and went to heaven, and heaven had this beautiful prom up there. <laughs> me and Amy <laughs> walked from the car, and Blaze and our friends drove away. Come on, Shadow. Hurry up into my house. Said Amy all eager. Why is she so hyped to take me into her house? <laughs> oh boy. Maybe maybe to show off how beautiful the inside of her house is. <laughs> Amy got out her keys and unlocked the door. We walked into her house. The inside of her house is as gorgeous as the outside of her house. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking house. It's a fucking sexy ass <laughs> oh house they got here. Holy shit. I wanna fuck this house. I gotta I'm gonna sick my house. It's like my house in Ed's house, baby. Anyway, it had a it had a pink colonial look to it. A pink colonial Very look. Early. What is it? It's a fucking racist house now. A sexy ass racist house. Damn. I hate these imperialist houses. <laughs> Very girly and pretty. Me and her sat down on her couch and watched some TV. Are you hungry or thirsty? Asked like. Asked Amy. Nah, I'm good. I'm still full from the food I ate at prom. <laughs> what? 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 Okay. I said, I did eat a lot of food at prom. Like I had cake, chips, soda, pretzels. You well, can tell this lot. was written by a 10-year-old because this is what they serve at like, uh, like a uh, slum Middle party. school prom. Yeah, like a slum. Mm. Like... Uh, oh, okay, that's fine. Smiled Amy. Then she joined me on the back of, on the couch and sat extra close to me. Then she started feeling on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that feel when. 
Um, Amy, <laughs> what are you doing? I wondered. I didn't want her to stop, though. The way she was touching me felt good. Shadow? <laughs> Shadow. Yes? Shadow. I've been thinking. That Amy. About what? A little thing, I asked. <laughs> a little thing called sex. <laughs> Amy said while running her fingers down my chest. I blushed. I don't know anything about sex because I'm still a virgin. And I'm pretty sure Raimi isn't a virgin. Shadow is more relatable than usual in this fanfic. <laughs> really? I'm not seeing it. It's uh, a very personal narrative. For me, personally. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, um, you didn't you lose your virginity by Sonic? I asked. No, he wouldn't have sex with me. He said he wasn't ready and told me that he wasn't a virgin. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> he never treated me this nicely like you're treating me. It's like I have my own... Opinion when I'm with you. When I'm with Sonic, I never had my own opinion. I'd agree on him and on everything. And that wasn't fair. I'm still a virgin, Shadow. She said, I guess Maria was right. What never is the judge role does Maria play in this? <laughs> I think, I think yeah. she's getting cucked in this. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Poor Maria. Never oh. judge a person by its, by its cover. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I just assumed that you and Sonic had fucked. I said. No, he probably would have would have left left at me after we cut fucked. Cocked said Amy. That's why I want to lose my virginity to you, Alan. I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> shit. I widened my eyes. Me? Why me? I questioned. Why me? Don't get me wrong. I would love to. I would love to fuck Amy. I'm just wondering, why me? What makes me so special? <laughs> because you're the down-to-earth type of guy. I know that you would never leave me. You and Sonic are two completely different hedgehogs. Sonic is a douchebag, a jerk. <coughs> He's rude, inconsiderate, naive. And he'd be always picking up on people. <laughs> picking up people. I cannot read sentences good. I'm not that type well, of Well, it's not written good. I'm not that type of her. Have you ever seen me tease other kids? No. I help them out. She got me there. She never picked on other students. And you, Shadow. You're nice. You're a lover. You're not a fighter. Winky winky. You're smart. You and me are somewhat similar. I can just speak words about you. <laughs> <laughs> With Sonic, he would call me a dictionary bookworm <laughs> geek, but he wouldn't say but he wouldn't say to me in school. He would say it out of school. You may not believe this, but you're very special. You're special to me. You're friends and you're special to Maria. What Sonic said about Maria was ignorant. Yeah, yeah, it was. I would love to fuck you, Amy. <laughs> but but what if I'm not good enough for you? I asked her. Yeah, you will. I don't care <laughs> if you're not good enough. Look at me. I probably won't be good enough either. We're both virgins. It'll be a learning and wonderful experience for the both of us. She's right. This would be a good le learning experience for both of us. Maybe I should stop being scared and fulfill my lifelong dream of fucking Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'm in. <laughs>
This is gonna kill me. Not yet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh boy. This is a journey. <laughs> you I, I, okay? I'm in. Oh, I said, I got up and carried Amy upstairs to the bedroom. Her bedroom was a bubble gum pink color. She had stuffed animals on her bed. Oh, sorry. Let me my stuffed animals. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop reading ahead. Please, please. Amy said as I la laid her down on the bed. She bent over to push over the stuffed animals off the bed. And my eyes laid my eyes on her fat ass. Mm, that made me so... <laughs> oh, boy. Just just looking at that fat ass. So I smacked her ass. Why'd you make me read this? I'm English. I'm sorry. She, That's she all giggled. about that bat, Wait, wait do, you not, do you guys not say ass in England? No, we say ass. Ass. Arse. Oh, you I forgot. Say arse. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Ah, uh, okay. She giggled as she turned to face me. She got up from the bed and then she moved closer to me. She took off my prom suit slowly. I was lifted with my boxes on. Then she turned around. Can you help me unzip my dress, please? She said, Oh, God, yes. I grabbed the zipper and went down her back with, with the the then her pink thong was revealed. Her dress fell to the floor. Talk about my penis getting hard as a metaphor. I hate this. That's a metaphor, guys. Just think about That's it. Awful. Oh, it's a metaphor for it's a metaphor for detente and nuclear weapons. Think about it. Mm -hmm. I'll read this, but it will be a fight. I smacked her it. ass some more. Seeing her ass jiggle while I'm smacking it made me so fucking horny. Kill me. Take off your thong, Amy. <laughs> I told her. She listened. She slowly took off the thong and it fell to the floor with her prom dress. Then she turned to face me. My eyes were locked on her big breast. <laughs> Damn. Singular. They, they were big, like really huge. The good thing about that is that her breasts weren't saggy. They were beautiful and perky. I leaned down I leaned down to her breast and started licking the lefted one first. Then I switched to the right one. She was moaning my name softly. Then she grabbed my boxes and pulled them down. She got on her knees and put it in her mouth. Ooh, take your time. <laughs> I told her, damn, this blowjob felt so fucking good. I felt like I was in so hell. A little bit more spirit, Lenore. A little bit more spirit. Come on. It's really hard to put spirit into this. I'm trying. Spirit, I think, I it's think hard like a missile. <laughs> She's dead. Lenore's dead. Sorry, we killed her. Damn. I'm dead on the inside. She was licking it, sucking it, jerking it off. Oh my God, it was so like she'd so done this already. She got up and she laid on the bed with her legs open. Oh no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I want to apologize to Lenore for saying to put more spirit into it, because now I'm just like... No, it's, gonna, it's about to get to the best line. <laughs> it's mostly that I hope my parents can't hear me. It's good. Please. I got on the bed with her and laid down to her area. <laughs> it, I looked area. so good. 
So I put my face in her area and started licking it. Mmm, did it taste good? Oh, yeah, Shadow. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Shadow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Shadow. Please calm down. Stop. Said Amy as I kept licking her area. I didn't want to stop. I tasted that good. A few minutes went by, and I put my penis into her area. I began to press in and out slowly. Oh, Shadow! Shadow! <laughs> she said as she stared into my red eyes. Oh, fuck. Go. Ross. Oh. Lost in a moment. Oh, yeah, look at there. Uh, Shadow, please, go faster! Shadow! I followed her wishes and thrust in and out faster. Faster, Shadow! Faster! She said between moans. I started to pick up my pace. Her pace like this, oh my god. Like... Oh god. I loved the way her breast bounced up and down as I picked up my pace. I started going faster and faster. Oh, Jesus Christ! Sorry, I read, I read ahead again. No, please don't. Faster. I was just that damn horny. Yeah, Shadow. Please don't stop. She told me. Then we reached her wall. Without stopping, I broke through her wall, and she arched her back, screaming in pleasure and pain. Oh, boy. Oh, this is just a Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, these walls are like talking how... to me to swim good. I like how they have a line breaking this part and the next part off. It's, it's. I think we need it. It's, it's, it's good oh, thematic it's, separate it's ellipses. Mm. We don't, mm. we don't know what happens in between these moments and the next. Mm. But it could mean everything. A lot of things could happen. <clears throat> I bent her over and stuck it up her ass from behind. As soon as it went in, I thrusted in and out really fast. Ah. Shadow! <laughs> Shadow! Shadow! Amy screamed out. I loved the way her ass felt when I thrusted in and out. It felt so fucking good. Her face was buried in the pillow, and she had a tight grip on the sheets, and I had a tight grip on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I moaned as I went in and out. I couldn't help but to moan. This went on for about a couple of minutes until she wanted to ride my penis. She got on top of me and started bouncing up and down. I was too busy looking at her breast, bouncing, bouncing wildly up and down. Then I grabbed her hips and made her go faster. I must be in heave, because this feels so amazing. We fucked for hours and hours until we was both tired. She laid down next to me, and we both was breathing heavily. She got up and put on the sexy pink baby doll nighty. Damn, did she look sexy in that. I got up and put on my boxes and laid back down next to Amy. Amy slid close to me and laid her head on my chest. Shadow, I love you. She said. I love you too. I said back. Then I turned off the lights and we both closed our eyes. I had a bad feeling in my stomach. Something didn't feel right. I started to regret having sex with Amy. Sorry, I'm crying. End chapter. I'm sorry. 
I can't believe why anybody would regret that. That was I'm, beautiful. I'm sorry. I'm crying wow. now. I shouldn't be. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I have to yeah. say, the best part of that experience was finding out slowly that the first time they put breast wasn't a typo. And it's just how, how They it just works. refer to a singular, a singular breast. Yeah. My favorite part was that they kept on saying area. <laughs> yeah. That they refused to go into any more detail in any of that, probably because they don't know what's down there. Guys, do you think I'm going to make it onto SNL with that? I don't know. Do you think... Oh, here's I something I just I thought of. I'm never going to get this time in my life that I spent reading your filthy Sonic fanfiction back. Uh, do you want to know what happens to the rest of the fanfiction? Because I already read it. Please and thank you. I'm reading the Sonic, reviews. Sonic filmed them fucking and shows it to everybody in the school and Shadow tries to jump off a cliff and die. He tries that to sounds like school days. This is exactly like school days. Oh my god. So that's what happens. Um, in the Another end, thing, all fiction comes back to school days, I guess. Is so I was just, I was just thinking, I might need to go uh, change my rap genius annotations. But when MC Ride says, "I'm in your area on um, Hacker," do you think that's a reference to this fan fiction? Probably. I think so. It's got to be. I don't know. Is, it he has a, to be. is he a Donkey Kong Country guy, or is he a Sonic the Hedgehog guy, or is he one of those DOS Ratchet boys? I don't think Ugh. MC Ride's in the Ratchet boys. Okay, just. I don't think he's sure. a Ratchet. Okay. Uh, we know he hates the Noid, so I think he'd be on our side. True. Um, so, uh, speaking of people that hate the Noid, some people we hate, which is our fans. <laughs> yeah. um, more or less. So, uh, my brother asked, which Sonic character would you most want to have as a roommate? I don't know. Um, Son- are we all going to say Sonic here? Let's, yeah, let's yeah, not say Sonic. Sonic. Let's not, let's, let's say not Sonic. Not Sonic. Uh, Espio, he sounds pretty quiet, and he keeps out of the way. I think Tails would be a good roommate. Yeah, he's, he's nice. He wouldn't get in the way. Tails. He would pay all the utilities on time. He seems responsible. Mm. He seems a little be... needy, though. He seems like he, he, every time he got rejected, he, he, you'd be the shoulder to cry and be like, Tails. It seems like, it seems like Tails would be like, every time you're going out, he's like, hey, can I come too? Yeah, I'm like, come on, Tails. Tales and not the, oh, not the Tales, go on your own fucking adventure. Go throw some bombs somewhere. It's ducks. Come on. Please. <laughs> I don't know. So so I, I, I still think, I don't know. Maybe not Tails then. How Big about, the Cat? How about, I said SB, Big the Cat would just be really into fishing. If you wanted a friend to fish with, maybe. But your house He'd bring all this fish like home fish. with you. Yeah, exactly. Was, mm. But free fish, you know, for the pescatarians out there. Uh, I thought Vector at first, but he, he just played beats way too loud. I don't know. Is he one of those DJs who keeps it in the headphones, or is he like, I gotta check how You know he's got those like headphones on. Yeah, but you know he's, he's one of those, those guys who's like, I gotta mm-hmm. check it on the sound system. I gotta check it on the sound system. It's like... I feel that. What do you think, Lenore? Um, do I don't know. About, how do you guys feel about Rouge the Bat? Oh, I'm still processing what we just read, to be honest. What? I'm still processing the adventure we just participated in together. Well, what do you, would you live with Rouge the Bat, Lenore? Yeah, yeah. She oh, seems pretty afra- chill. Would you be afraid she'd steal shit from your fridge, though? Um, I guess it depends if you're nice to her or not. If you're, if you're mean, then maybe, but you know, she's, she's a thief. on good terms, maybe. I yeah, but she, she only likes really expensive stuff, doesn't she? We don't know that, think, you know? We yeah, but know. I... She's a lady of fine taste. She is that. So if I bought my if I bought my seventeen thirty eight Remy Martin cognac, she'd probably drink it all. But then she'd always be criticizing you, like, why are you drinking a Mickey's when you could like buy a six pack of craft room? Like, don't 
Don't fucking. Why don't you? Me. Yeah. Why don't you drink this this stolen wine I got? The pour cops would be up in my house. I don't want that. Pour the wine down her throat. That's it's getting weird. This is getting like my fan fiction. <laughs> so we should play off your fan fiction about pouring wine down the characters' throats. Forcing wine down people's throats. That's my a very specific fetish of mine. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> well. You- You've signed up for the long haul. You signed the contract for this podcast. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. I, who's the least objectionable son? I think I think maybe Cream would be okay. I don't want to live with a fucking kid. That's true, though. I don't want right. to fucking live with a little kid. I don't want to watch fucking Sprout. I want to watch fucking Ugh, She probably does watch Sprout. Yeah, fucking... Fucking... No way, Jose. She's like, oh, you gotta watch Toy Story 3 again. It's like, we watched Toy Story 3 last night. <laughs> I wanna watch Toy Story 3 again. Ugh. You how really about, know how get to get here. inside their heads. How about uh, Vanilla the Rabbit, her mom? What if you just uh, became a yeah. live-in couple and just, you know... I'd be another... Wait, no, Monty, yeah, no, be... why is the ghost of Monty here? It's possessing my body. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, this question will never have so an answer. Song, what... Uh, hold on. I think there, there must be any of the Babylon rogues. Do you think they'd be okay to live with? The, fat, bird people? the fat one seems okay. You mean uh, Storm the Albatross? Yeah, Storm the Albatross seems alright. He seems chill. He seems Maybe like Charmy Bee? No, Charmy Bee would, is a fucking bee. I don't want to live with a fucking bee. Yeah, that's true. The might sting it, me. You really don't want to get stung? I don't, I don't know. It might be good. Shit. I might be into that, Russ. Also, if he stung you, he'd die. <laughs> Do you want me to die? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my, maybe Mighty the Armadillo. Uh, he seems chill. Or Ray the Flying he Squirrel. Though Ray the Flying Squirrel, all he'll bitch about is like nobody's looking at my screenplay. My mom isn't sending me money anymore. Blam, blam, blam. Why he was? Why hasn't Sonic called me back hate... lately? Yeah, that's something Ray would do. Yeah, I hate him. Okay, okay. I don't even know why I entertained that idea. So, Mighty the Armadillo uh, or Storm the Albatross? I, I think Mighty the Armadillo. Yeah. Uh, I'd go Storm the Albatross. Does he have uh, teeth? So, I wouldn't like if he has teeth. Oh, I... Yeah, I don't... I don't mind know that. Uh, so, our next question is by Scratty Bones on uh, Twitter. Would Sonic be able to achieve perfect sync with a chili dog-fueled Eva from Evangelium? Could he do this? Yeah. Wait, so the LMS... Is it LMS? What is it called again? The weird uh, fluid LMS? or whatever. You mean LCL? LCL, sorry. LMS yeah. must be something mm-hmm. else that I'm thinking of. Um, Probably. L- yeah, LCL. Uh, do you think if you've stirred in, like, a chili chili base or something, or, like, some serrano peppers, it, it would be more chili-like consistency? Do you think it'd be okay, or would that sting Shinji's eyes to make him cry even more? What I want to know is, is this implying that Sonic's, that Sonic's mom is a chili dog? I never thought of it that way. <laughs> is that why he's able to achieve perfect sync with this? What's going on? We don't know uh, that much about Sonic... his parents, do we? Oh, no, we, we actually do. It's Jules, and I forget what his mom's name is. His dad got it's... turned into a robot by Dr. Robotnik at some point. I need to get reacquainted got... with Lore at some point. Well, that's Archie Lore. I know, I know his dad's name. Yeah, I know his dad's name. I just don't know his mom's. Um... Mm. So, I don't know, but imagine Sonic looking at his gloved hand and it's covered in chili and him saying, I'm so fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Just like think it. about that. Photoshop Wait, that's pretty good. Do you think Knuckles is the Oscar of the... Um, yes, the... I do. Yes. Yeah. She is a fighting freak. It's true. Of course. 
Oh, and, and and Tails is that one dude for that was introduced in one of the movies. The guy with this Kawaru or whatever his name is. Yeah, well, he was in the movie in uh, like the last two or three episodes. Yeah. I can imagine Sonic he's, spending two Tails. or three episodes crying as he's about to squish. I'd say she, uh, he'd be I more think away. I was born to meet you, Sonic-kun. <laughs> That's good. Fuck. Mm. And what's her face with the glasses is uh, Rouge the Bat. Oh, there's one thing. See, Shadow doesn't quite have the temperament that Ray has, but he's the ultimate life form, isn't he? Yes. So he is, yeah. You get what I'm trying to say here. He's the Adam? What is it again? Um. Uh, that's not what I was going anymore. for, but. Well, well so I just that mean disgusting, his... <laughs> that disgusting mong- like monster on the uh, that's hanging on the um, what is it called again? Crucifix. Look, just cut to the you just cut to the chase here, Lenore. What are you trying to get out here? Well, Shadow is Ray, and I won't back down on that, even if other people don't understand. Where who is okay, I can feel in this that. situation? Um, who's 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 his dad? Who's the mother like figure? Is it Vanilla the Rabbit again? Fuck, it's Vanilla the it's Rabbit. It's Vanilla the it Rabbit again. Be. Yeah. They don't must have be. very many Eggman moms. Is, is Gendo. Yeah. Eggman is what's his face? Gendo, Gendo yeah. yeah. He has glasses yeah. and everything. What? Yeah. That's that's obvious. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm glad we saw I'm glad we solved that. Um this isn't really a question, but Alertin said, Oh no, not again. Well it happened again, that I'm out. sorry. Uh, Sorry, can't really can't really do anything about it. I guess the answer to, to your question, you know, Illertion, is that we we could have stopped it. We could have ended it. We could have just said, why don't why do we, we could have stopped at any point in this? The answer is, I'm sorry. <laughs> and yeah, I, we're all sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry. I don't. No, I'm not right. No, I don't. I never back down. <laughs> Thank you. No, headstrong will take you on. I hope this is what you wanted. I hope this is what you wanted. Is this what you wanted, Lurchin? Is Papa Roach going to factor in this in any way? This is my last resort, if that's what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, speaking mm-hmm. of last resorts, that was our last segment. I think it's time to head out, because Russ mm-hmm. doesn't want to edit too much. Yeah, we're like an hour and a half. There's going to be a lot of editing one. on this bad boy, but you know yeah. what? What are kiss- kisses for the audience? I love you guys. I'm going to get this out. Oh, are we making kiss noises in the microphone again? See you again next time. I will be there. <laughs> We're kissing the audience, Lenore. You're you're allowed oh. in on the kiss fest. <laughs> I feel weird. We're giving them all forehead kisses so that they can go to I, sleep. You didn't okay. know this was an ASMR sleep podcast, Lenore? Oh, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. You you you're supposed to listen to to go to sleep. Yeah. Hmm. And this is every episode we end with a forehead kiss to make them feel really special. Yeah, Russ and I are pillow boys, if you didn't know this a little. <laughs> we are the worst pillow boys. We're the island of misfit pillow boys. That's <laughs> true. Which is very, it's very bad to be the worst pillow boy, because they've all been pretty bad, except for the that one. They've what, all been very bad. Okay, what would Alan's be... Well, there's already the, the astrophysicist major who wants you to punch him in the balls. And then there's me. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Creepy man who lives alone in basement who's editing podcasts about Sonic's dick. Welcome. What am I? What am I to the world of pillow, pillow people? Boys? Oh, I think Pillow Boys is just a world where women You're don't exist. You're kind of like the, the handsome older senpai at work. Ah, uh, yeah. I can get into that. <laughs> okay, wow, don't that. hit on the guest. Come on, man. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm into the idea of a, <laughs> I'm of a, sorry, of I'm married. 
I'm sorry. I forgot about Goofy. Sorry, Goofy. <laughs> well, yeah. go- well, it's an on and off a thing with the Goofy. Anyway. <laughs> really? Oh, man. Who knew? I'm Alan, sorry I caught that. you in my trap. It only took 27 episodes. <laughs> what, of Goofy? No, anyway. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Uh, any plugs, uh, to- Lenore? Any plugs? Um, no, not really. I I have nothing to promote. I'm here free when's, of any ulterior motives. Where you just um, read fanfiction and die. Oh, that's that's actually an idea I might have to look into. I I think I could mm-hmm. gather some significant interest, maybe. There's a I think so. I think you've got enough people sending you things on AO3 that you could do to this. To be announced. TBA. Mm-hmm. Mm. Literature uh, with Lenore. Lenoreature. I don't even know that name. That second name. Twitterature. <laughs> Sure. We'll get. We'll we'll, we'll workshop it. We're, we're Twitter sure sounds like a Time Magazine headline. I don't like it. <laughs> but what are uh, these millennials into? Like, millennials yeah, are crazy like about Lenore. So millennials are crazy about reading fan fiction and watching gay anime. The new sincerity. That's one thing. Is... <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So I think I was a podcast is Hogcast SD on Twitter. Uh, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, which is still a thing that we have for some reason. I think we're going to try to upload some stuff to YouTube at some point. I don't know. Yeah. We'll uh, figure it out. Twitter.com slash Piss Goblin. Uh, hit me up at Piss Goblin, whatever you, whatever you roll by. It's it's a lot of great content. I put, I posted a lot today mm-hmm. about Mac Tonight, so. Yeah, I, I'm Action Ellen on Twitter, and I don't post anything about Mac Tonight, so that is my guarantee to you, <laughs> the follower. We've got both flavors of Twitter, Mac Tonight and not Mac Tonight. <laughs> yes, that's the, those are the only two flavors in the world. All right. So, yeah. Is, is that all, Alan? I think that's about it. Well, I that's, think that's not about all, because there's like, one other thing. Hmm? Live oh, and yeah. learn. Live and learn. learn.